Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's right, everybody. It's not Commissioner Cooper, but it's the Fantasy Jesus here to welcome you in the TSS Fantasy. Yeah! That's right, Nick. I love the energy. Jason got well, fired. you know what? <laughs> well, you know what? The aforementioned Commissioner Cooper and the Jester are not here for a very lame reason, all that being the Orlando Magic game. Nick... You're in Florida. Would you miss TSS Fantasy for an Orlando Magic game? Depends on who they're playing. But no, no, I guess uh, so. no. I, 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 in fact, right think answer. I, in fact, think that the Orlando Magic should be forced to move due to mediocrity. Yeah, I feel like missing it for an Orlando Magic game is like somebody being in California missing it for a Sacramento Kings game. It's like, why? Mm. Why would you do that? I don't know. but anyways nick we got a great show uh head for the fans um guys thank you for tuning in obviously we love you guys please hit that notifications bell so you can get all of our great content going forward hit that like button give us a thumbs up because you know you love us and also hit that subscribe button why is that nick because we do what we want to do whenever we want to do it that's also because santa jester is coming to town It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half-happiest season of all 
you can tell we're a little off script right now. I won't blame Nick because I kind of threw that one on him. But yes, please hit that subscribe button because we do have a plethora of gifts for you guys. We got a Damian Harris jersey. We got an Andre Reed jersey. We got a Jameson Williams jersey. We've got a Jerry Judy helmet. The latter two just had big games on Sunday making an imprint. And you know you want to get on that. You know, Santa Jester is coming to town with his nice, shiny, red, silky smooth sack. And uh, he's going to be bringing you some gifts if you subscribe to our channel. Nick, I have not properly introduced you yet, so let me get it to you. Let me pitch, pitch it to you real quick. Nicholas, the Magic Man Macaronis. Hey, How I'm the no Magic man? man. Good, good. I th- see, I thought you were going to go with a shiny new silky sleigh, not sack anyway 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 yes you can find me on twitter at nick at pen flanders and and you can also find me on tssfantasy.com you can also when you're perusing tssfantasy.com check out our rankings check out our little tidbits that we have on there also go to underdog fantasy and when you go to underdog fantasy when you when you log in put in tss as your special promo code, and then we will double your deposit up to $100. And you want to get on that because it's playoff time, which means if you ain't got playoffs, you're trying to make some bets, you're trying to make some money, we'll get you $100 extra so you to spend and get your next bets in, and hopefully maybe you'll hit a million dollars. But, Nick, you absolutely that, like that and red parlay s- that and parlay that and parlay that and parlay that. Exactly. 20 times, right? <laughs> whatever it takes, sir, whatever right. it takes. That red sack thing, it's only because we want to get a Manscaped advertiser. Manscaped, we're looking for you, my man. Come get on, on our sweaty red sacks. All right. <laughs> nice for a next transition. Let's get on to the news. Well, we have a plethora of things to go through here. Um, You know, it's a really bad week to be a quarterback, it seems. Mm. Russell Wilson seems to be doubtful at this point. Nick, we were talking about earlier. You know, he's – why don't they just call him out? I mean, I hate the doubtful thing. You're playing fantasy. You just want to put this guy on your IR. But that doubtful thing, it it holds the entire process up there. Nick, what do you think the chances are Russ plays the rest of the season? Uh, I think, well, first of all, Dr. Miller says that now, according to the new NFLPA rules, he's uh, a player who has been knocked out or has a concussion protocol is out for nine days. So that you already know that that guy is out the next week. And then, uh, most teams often hold him out an extra week just to be cautious. Uh, I don't, I don't think that Russell will be back, uh, this season, Number one, unless he's got some an incentive-laden contract, uh, they're they're out of it, out of the standings. Their fans have basically have had it with him, uh, and they want to ship him out of there. Uh, the only reason why they would bring bring him back is just uh, just like I said before, just for some um, uh, incentives. Uh, otherwise, I don't know why he's out there. I really, really don't. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think 
the most incentives they can get right now is to find a way to get out of paying him that type of money because it has looked like a giant bust so far this year. Well, I, I like to blame a lot of it on Nathaniel Hackett as well. I don't think – I mean, it's hard for me to imagine that Russ has dropped so far so fast. But, yeah. No. I mean, I, I'm just one of those guys. I don't like to just blame it on one person. You're absolutely right. You got to throw it on both of them. But some people want to just throw Nathaniel Hackett under the bus. I mean, you're a quarterback, you know, with what, 11 years worth of experience. You can call an audible, bud. You can call an audible at the line if you don't see something working. And he's been just absolutely butchering it all year long. But I'm a Russ hater. What can I say? Everybody will say it for me. Um, Lamar Jackson not practicing and Tyler Huntley still in concussion protocol. Are you playing Anthony Brown on any of your quarterback dry teams? If you had Kyler Murray, if you had Lamar Jackson, you're kind of looking at like the playoffs like, oh, geez, what can I do now? Is Anthony Brown somebody you're looking at as a kind of Band-Aid for that position? No, I, I would scour every single waiver wire I could possibly find. Uh, if... I'm sure that a lot of the trade deadlines have already come and gone, but I would try and I would try and get the best guy I could. And I know that Anthony Brown is not him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, if if you're stuck with with Anthony Brown, uh, you're screwed. So uh, start working on your uh, baseball draft. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, uh, San Francisco Giants just signed Carlos Correa. Don't know how I feel about the deal, but he's a good damn player. Good luck with him. Yeah, I know. I got into it with somebody. Yeah. I mean, Xander Bogarts, right? You know, a guy who actually hit 300 for his career. Yeah. Okay. Not going to get into the baseball aspect of this game. Um, So we're going to do Tom Brady. He has an injured throwing hand. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to affect his status uh, for the game, but does it affect your status for wanting to start him if you have him on the team? If the only other guy available is Anthony Brown, then yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's playing against Cincinnati, who's who's been pretty formidable lately. So, uh, and you know, he may throw the ball all over the yard, but he's hardly getting any any completions. Uh, you see more of him yelling at his at his linemen on the sidelines than you do come completing passes and, and scoring touchdowns, uh, it's hard. So uh, if you have to start him, start him. The only the only positive thing is that he's he's at home. That's it. That's fair enough. Um, you can never truly bet against Brady, but it is getting harder and harder every single week to start him for sure. Um, so a next little tidbit, this actually factors into our Thursday night breakdown. Ken Walker is stat is, um, status right now is he is able to play. He was taken completely off the injured list. What are you doing with Ken Walker this week? This is a big question. Ken Walker has been a huge success story, but he's playing the best defense against the run. Are you playing him this week off of a serious ankle, what they call a jammed ankle? I've never heard of that one before. But are you playing him this week, Nick? I think a jammed ankle is synonymous with be creative, meaning you have no answer. It's just injured. Just do something and fix it. Uh, it's, it's very it's, much Pete Carroll lingo right there, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he, he like jammed it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as him – 
it depends on what your running back room looks like. Um, if not, you're going to have to start them. You're, you're going to have to roll with them. And it's, it's playoffs. You know, every, every game could be your last. So, so you got to take, take a long, hard look at look, look at your roster and make your decision. But I'm, I would say, yeah, start him. He's, he's gotten you this far. He's, he's had solid numbers. They will find a way to, to get him on, on the field. And maybe if he just falls in the end zone, um, that might be good enough for you. It's hard to gauge if I don't know who your other stable is. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm just saying, like, yeah. say you had a capable running back to back him up. I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to give you a name or anything like that. But say he was, sure. like, a capable RB2, but Ken Walker's been an RB1. Would you put him in over him? I'd say you. I'd say you go with the hot hand. It is. It is playoffs. There. There is no time to mess around. So, like you said, if they do, if you do have a capable number two, go with go with the hot hand. Um, you know, you don't. You know, the old adage: you don't lose your job to injury. Well, this is this is fantasy sports, not not real sports. And more more and more over, you have been losing your job to injury in in real sports. So you got to go with the hot hand. Like I said before, uh, every game could be your last. Very, you know, very true, very true. Mike is in the building saying, Ayo, and he's also wondering where everyone is at. Well, Mike, the Orlando Magic were playing today against the Atlanta Hawks. Big game, big game out there for the NBA. Playoff implications. Huge playoff implications on that one. Anyways, let's get to a couple more names. We got Damian Pierce officially ruled out and DJ Moore going with a full practice. You know, DJ Moore, you know, a lot of people thought he was going to be a little bit more than he is. You know, with the full practice, is he somebody you're okay running with in your playoff week? No, no, I, I, I wouldn't be okay with him in in week six, let alone in my playoff week. No, he's he's been terrible this this season, and it's, and it's really no no fault of his own. He's he hasn't had any capable arms to get him the ball. So no, I, and they're they're such a run first dominant team anyway. No, I wouldn't. I would not. I would not play him at all. That's fair enough. Yeah, he's, you know, he's been so hit and miss. You got excited because he was playing pretty well with uh, Sam Darnold, and then you know, obviously the injury kind of has been hampering him for a while, as far as career wise. And then you kind of got this, you know, the fact that it's the Carolina Panthers. You know, no offense, like Sam Darnold might be doing okay for right now, but. I mean, when is he really going to be, you know, anything that you're really going to write home about in fantasy? And actually, the one guy I actually wanted to finish up with was Darren Waller. He's coming off the IR. Uh, He's entering that 21-day period. A lot of people have been dropping him. Is he somebody you're going to go pick up? Uh, With a name like that, yes. But also, Hunter Renfro is on his way back as well. So that might hamper him. But I would I would pick him up. He is he is not a bona fide um, starting lock, but he would have to come under consideration. Pick him up, put your put your waiver claim in there, but uh, at least get him on your roster. Then then you can evaluate your roster, make a decision, and then make the smart play. That's fair enough. I like that. All right. Well, it is time for the main event, guys, the reason you came here. And, you know, Mike wanted to chat in on the 
the Magic game, LOL. That's what every Magic fan says every single season, LOL. They have those? <laughs> it's the uh, it's like the elusive Sacramento Kings fan. Every once in oh. a while, they peek their head when they have a win. Um, mm. But anyways, guys, it's champs or chumps time. We got the Chargers. We got the Titans. We're talking about fantasy playoffs. This feels like an actual playoff get-in win, and both teams need it. So let's get it going. Let's get it time for champs or chumps. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> Here we go, the round of champions. Let's do some introductions real quick from the Power Hour. It's not the Titans Power Hour, right, Mike? It's the Power Hour? We just keep it simple, the Power Hour. I love it. The Power Hour. We got Mike Bishop here to represent the Tennessee Titans. Mike, how you doing, my friend? Justin, it's great being here. I kind of feel a little sad we got sold out by an Orlando's Magic game. I mean, but it is what it is. <laughs> we had our friend in the building, Mike, saying, Go Magic. Mike, you're a 49ers fan and an Orlando Magic fan. Pick a coast, my friend. Pick a coast. And then we also have the Miles in from the powder or the Chargers powder hour. How are you, Miles? How are you doing today, friend? It's a bit of a mouthful going from power hour to Chargers powder hour, but uh, I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it kind of threw me off a little bit. I was just like, two power hours? And I saw the powder. I was just like, oh, that's that's pretty crafty right there. I like that. I like that. Appreciate it. But uh, we're doing good, and let's get it going. So we're going to do round one. Round one, right off the bat, we're going to get you in with the quarterbacks. We're going to do – Miles, I'm going to have you start us off. Give us why Justin Herbert is the better quarterback come Sunday. I mean, I think really the stats speak for themselves come Sunday, and – you see anybody that watched that Dolphins game Sunday night really just Herbert proved himself why he deserves to be in the discussion as a top quarterback within this league. I know he doesn't have the wins yet. You know, you can blame that over coaching or defensive play or whatever you want, but the arm talent really speaks for itself. And I think uh, especially with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams back, we saw them back last week and you really just see what kind of an impact they have on this offense when they're out on the field. You know, it's, a lot better than throwing to guys like Josh Palmer and giving Austin Eckler 10 receptions a game. I know that's good for fantasy purposes, but uh, yeah, uh, I think especially when he gets his targets back, it really just gives him full range of what he can do and he can really put it anywhere on the field. And I believe that he's a top tier quarterback in this league and deserves to be in 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonix Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Some discussions with some of those other top tier guys. Yep. He was my QB number one going into the season for fantasy. Love me some Justin Herbert. One guy I ended up a lot with, though, is Ryan Tannehill, the next guy. So, Michael, please tell me about Ryan Tannehill and why he will be the better quarterback on Sunday. Well, guys, realistically, we all know the Tennessee Titans have not been having the best three weeks going forward. But it's pretty good going on the road because this team definitely is hungry. This team's got some energy going in, revitalized in the locker room. And Tannehill's do a big game. So I like the stadium at SoFi. Last year they dominated, so I feel like maybe a big game's on the horizon. Maybe Ryan Tannehill's feeling pretty good about himself. Got to admit, it's a long stretch and a tall order, but at the same time, it's the NFL and anything's possible. Yeah, Tannehill definitely needs to start feeling pretty good about himself if the Titans want to get into the playoffs this year. So, Nick, please do tell me, who won this round? Can't hear you. Pull down the mic or turn up the volume, yeah. Okay, so uh, this is a slam dunk. I'm going to go with Miles on this one with uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, if you just look at the stats, nobody said any stats, but we all know in the back of our mind what the stats are and uh, – Tannehill just doesn't measure up. So round one goes to Miles. All right. The San Diego Chargers up 1-0. San Diego. T- oh, my God. It's like the Oof. Oakland Raiders. I just can't get, hey, I just can't they're get still it right. In, they're still in San Diego in here. It's okay. <laughs> I think Miles is in San Diego. I think he's got that love for the San Diego Chargers right there. I got my love for San Diego. That's for sure. There you go. There you go. So, Michael, we're going to kick it to you this time. Tell us why Austin Eckler will be a chump this week. Well, let's be realistic. Austin Eckler's only had 100-yard game his entire season. So the Chargers haven't used him as much as they needed to, granted them being a throwing team. Still, I feel like that it's a situation if they could get him going, they'd be more balanced. And actually, they probably would have won a few more games getting him more involved. So realistically, I see the defense stepping up here. They're getting a few of their key guys back coming off injured reserve. So you definitely have Autry coming back. You have Zach Cunningham coming back. So that definitely stiffens up the defensive line in the backfield. So Realistically, Eckler's not going to be much of a factor for this defense starting to get back into its groove with some key guys coming back. 
Ooh, Austin Eckler not being a factor in a game. You don't say that often. Miles over. He's he's ready for it. Miles, give me the very difficult task. And Austin Eckler was difficult. But tell me why Derrick Henry is going to be a non-factor in a chump on Sunday. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a big that's a big task <laughs> for sure. Um, I know our run defense has not been the best this season. Uh, you know, bottom thirty if you want to consider that not the best. But uh, you know, we got some like like uh, Michael mentioned. We also have some guys coming back this week. Sebastian Joseph Day, one of our defensive tackles, um, he practiced fully today. Or no, excuse me, he was limited today. But I believe the plan is for him to play come Sunday. Um, if he comes back and then uh, Callahan, our other corner, is also going to be coming back. So I think uh, we're going to have some guys able to uh, hopefully fill some gaps up the middle. Uh, but, yeah, no, definitely a very lofty task for this defense. And honestly, in my mind, if if uh, Brandon Staley can scheme for a guy like Tua Tagovailoa like he did last week, why couldn't he be able to scheme for a guy like Derrick Henry come this week? So, but, yeah, definitely, definitely a big task coming up on Sunday. A big task indeed, and we got an even bigger task for our boy Nick. Decide who won this one, my man. Yeah, I, I, as they were speaking, I was looking up their numbers, their past defenses. So Tennessee gives up 16.6 to running backs in uh, PPR, and the Los Angeles Chargers give up 23.8. So – Going with the math argument, I had have to go with Michael and his argument for Austin Eckler to be a chump. So Michael wins round two. All right. We're all tied up. Um, let's go into round three. Miles, we're going to kick it to you. Tell me about your receiving core and tell me why it's going to be a champ on Sunday. Well, first off, um, I was doing some research earlier. Tennessee boasts, I believe, the 31st-ranked pass defense in the league thus far this season. Uh, so that, to me, just sounds like our receiver is going to be eaten come Sunday. Um, we're going to be getting Donald Parham back, our 6'6 tight end from the USFL. Uh, he's been a really good target for Herbert. When you're, when you're at 6'6", it's hard to not throw to a guy like that. Uh, he can just make so many dynamic plays um, coming, coming out of uh, – coming out of the line. And then obviously Keenan Allen, Mike Williams being back, you know, Mike Williams, probably one of the best jump ball receivers in the league. They can do a lot with him in that offense. And then Keenan Allen's just a guy that can create separation on really anyone. And that's without even acknowledging, you know, Josh Palmer's had a really good season this year, especially because of some injuries and Gerald Everett's definitely looked the part so far. So I, I really think just the matchup wise, uh, matchup wise, I think that our receivers kind of got this in the bag. Yeah, Miles, I, I think you're uh, absolutely right. You probably do have this in the bag. But I will give Mike this credit. If you can convince me that Robert Woods could have a good game this week, I will probably override Nick's decision and give it to you. Mike, please tell me why the Tennessee Titans receiving core will be the champ this week. Well, Justin, really, I hate to be the bearer of bad news to start things off, but Robert Woods didn't practice today with an undisclosed illness, so fortunately I'll have to start with that. But the good news, I do have to give some good news out as well. Realistically, while this receiving core is underachieved this year, I have high hopes for the tight ends. And a young star named Chigakongwo 
will definitely be a key guy to look after. And for you fantasy owners, I definitely would encourage you to pick him up. You might be surprised what you get. But also, I'll throw in the very talented and very underrated Austin Hooper, who hasn't seen a lot of action, but what gets involved helps this offense move down the field dynamically and even gets them into scoring position. But I will also say, keep your eye out for Racy McMath. Didn't see a lot of action yet last week, but I'm very, very positive he's due for a big game. You know what, Nick? I should have made this like a little bit clearer, and that was my bad, because they threw in all the receiving options, because I thought tight end was going to be our round four, but I got a round four up my sleeve. Don't worry about it. Okay. So, Nick, please tell me, who won this round of the receiving options? Well, unfortunately for Michael, Miles won even before the round even started because uh, when you're going to, we don't have any receivers, but check out our tight ends. That means you've already lost in, in that in that round. So, um, uh, Michael, I do apologize. I I most respectfully say that you did not win round three, and we are going to award round three to Miles. Nick, I'm all out. right, Miles. Nick, I'm down. Up. I'm down, but I'm not out. Up I didn't say you were out. You are. You are not out, Michael. And Michael, we're going to start off with you on this one, my friend. Tell me why this defense is going to be a champ on Sunday. Or, I'm sorry, tell me why the Chargers defense is going to be the chump on Sunday. I mixed that one up. My apologies. Ah, all right, then. Well, basically, I feel that this is a defense, as talented as they are, I feel that they've just underachieved this year. It's a case where they went out and spent a lot of money and you just don't get a lot of just bang for your buck in this kind of situation. I do feel that their secondary has been banged up for most of the season, if I'm correct, Miles. But I also do feel that this is a team that has just really not been able to cover the pass or even stop the run for that matter. So Derrick Henry seems like he's going to have his work cut out for him this week, especially against the Tennessee Titans team that's pretty pissed off over the last three weeks. Derrick Henry and that Chargers run defense might equal big money for somebody playing DFS this week for sure. Miles, tell me why the Tennessee Titans are going to have tons of problems on defense this week. I think it really just comes down to our weapons versus their defense. Like I mentioned before, they're a bottom five team in pass defense so far this year. And then you have a bunch of dynamic options. You know, Austin Eckler is probably the best receiving back in the NFL. Not named Christian McCaffrey, but you could also make that argument. Um, you know, they can just do a lot of things with a guy like that coming out of the backfield. Uh, like I mentioned, just the sheer size of our receivers. None of them are going to blow you away with their speed. But when you got six four, Mike Williams, six six, Donald Parham, you know, six three, Gerald Everett, six. I mean, six one, Keenan Allen. But that's a guy who can create separation. And then you got other dude. You got some quicker guys out on the perimeter, like Josh Palmer and a bunch of dudes that can do some damage. Our biggest key is we have to be able to get our run game going. Um, I think I noticed on the injury report, Jeffrey Simmons is was limited today in practice. Um, I'm sure, Michael, I'm sure you have some more information on that than I do. But especially if that Titans front seven's a little bit banged up and some of their some of their back guys are a little bit banged up too. Amani Hooker limited um, and Christian Fulton was limited. I, I think that our offense can really have a field day. I like it. I like it. Nick, who's going to have a field day with this one? Who's your winner for this round? 
My winner for this round is I am going to go, even though all the numbers point towards Los Angeles, I am going to go with Tennessee on, on this one because they are at home. And uh, it's been historically bad that the teams going west to east do not do well. And especially in this, in this colder weather, I'm going to go with Tennessee on this one. Wow, we got a tie going in the round five? Yes, this sir. Was unexpected. This was unexpected. I don't know what I'm going to do with this one. Hope I, you got a round five. You know what? I think I got one. Kickers. All Let right, me guess. Miles. We're going to go to kickers. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't think either one is worth a damn. Uh, no offense to you guys. Uh, but anyways, Miles, I'm going to go with this. Tell me why the Chargers are going to win on Sunday. Um, I think really it comes down to defensive game plan against Derrick Henry. You know, I think that the Titans are really one of those teams that are very top heavy when it comes to how they can move the ball on offense. Um, I don't trust Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball all that much. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Derrick Henry got 30, 30 yard, or 30 carries in this game, excuse me. Um, but really, I think that the Chargers have a fast enough, quick enough offense to get out to a lead in this game. And then I just don't think that the Titans will have the facilities in the passing game to be able to come back from that. All right. Pretty solid. Mike, what's your rebuttal? Why are the Titans going to win this week? Well, Tennessee going on the road at SoFi, it's basically going to be kind of a homecoming because last year they dominated against the Rams on Sunday night football. So really, it's a place they're pretty comfortable playing in. So... I like the fact that they're on the road. I like the fact that they're going to be the underdog in this situation. Ryan Tannehill doesn't have to win the game on his own. He just has to do enough to move the ball down the field and potentially get him in scoring position. Racy McMath, I think, is going to be one of the biggest key factors here. I think he's being underlooked, and with him coming back, he's definitely a very big threat with the long ball. And I know that's something the Titans have been missing a lot, so don't be surprised if they try and chuck it down the field a little bit. But, of course, Derrick Henry will definitely get his carries. And, of course, he gets stronger in the fourth quarter, so that's where the handoffs get a little heavier and the workload gets a little bit heavier. So, realistically, I do see this being a slobber knocker of a match, but I see the Titans holding it out 23-20 to in overtime. Hmm. Much like this big game Wednesday, it was a slobber knocker, and we're going to the judge for the final decision. Nick, who do you have on the scorecard? Wow. Um... I think, I think this is gonna this is gonna be an even game. Uh, I think it's gonna go to overtime. But I think I think that the that the Chargers have got the slight edge in this in this one. So I'm gonna say the other way. I'm gonna go 23-20 Chargers over Titans. All right, all right. Well, I guess we got our winner tonight. It's going to be Miles. Congratulations, sir. And here is your award. And Mike, just like Derrick Henry, you came in, you hit hard, you carried the team on your back. You just unfortunately fell short this week. And I'm going to tell you this, you're a winner in our book, but we do have something for our losers on the show. Dumbass. 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 Dumbass.
Actually, sometimes I think the graphic <laughs> for the loser is a little bit better because you get the Gene Wilder. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I mean, that's true. Little- I mean, realistically, I think I'm the winner because I definitely get to enjoy the company of you three guys talking football. So, Oh, well, we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Well, guys, we're going to start off with Miles first. Tell everybody where we can find all of your content and subscribe to all your pages. Yeah, so we are available on any um, platform, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you guys use to listen to your podcasts. We are at Chargers Powder Hour, and you guys can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Powder Hour LA. So we got a lot of fun content on there, and it's awesome. Thank you guys for having us. This was this was really fun. Well, thank you for joining us, and thank you for bringing the heat. And it's powder like powder blue, like the uniforms, like not the powder, powder like blue. yep, no powder, not powder powder like blue. Michaels. No, it's it <laughs> nah. is named after the best uniforms in sports, the powder blues. So powder hour. That was actually my favorite Ladanian Thomas in Jersey was the powder blues. But Michael, tell us about the power hour. Tell where we where we can find you, where we can subscribe to all of your content. Well, Justin, Nick, thank you for once again having me back on the show. Love being able to come on here and talk football with you guys. Miles, great meeting you. Definitely going to have to check out your channel. So it was a real fun night tonight. So, guys, the Power Hour is now a part of the Titan Upload Network. I am a part of a bigger section of Titans reporters. We basically handle just all kinds of news, tidbits, and just social media information. So, it's growing to be a bigger thing, so we're really excited. But make sure you check us out on all our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at the Power 615. And also, I am a contributor for Titan Sized from the Fan Sided Network. So if you enjoy reading a little bit, head over that way. We appreciate you. Yeah, go check them out. We love yeah, Fan Sided over at TSS. Um, it's a great company. I've been a part of their Niner News before, so. It's awesome. Thank you guys for coming on again. Good luck to both of your teams and have a wonderful night, guys. Take care, guys. Tighten up. Thank you. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, Nick. You know what time it is? Uh, starts and sits for our for our big game breakdown. So our big game breakdown. We're going to the Thursday night game. You guys know I'm a passionate 49ers fan, so I am not going to blab your ear off. I'm going to let Nick blab your ear <laughs> off about this. Uh, that's awesome, Nick. 
please tell me about what you're thinking for this game, fantasy wise. Uh, okay, Fan- fantasy wise, I, mm, I think it's be it's going to be a ground game. I think I think the the overall winner, the the overall big game score is going to be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he, I, I would probably venture to say he probably is going to have about 20, 22 to twenty three points this this game. I would be cautious to start Geno Smith if if you have him due due to the uh, 49ers pass rush and also for the for their uh, run defense. So which means uh, that uh, Geno Smith is going to have to throw throw the ball. Now San Francisco is not very good against the pass, but if you force a quarterback just to be one dimensional, it can. It can be dangerous for for that for that quarterback. So with that, so with that being said, I would say you're gonna you're gonna sit Geno Smith this week if you don't have any other better options. Uh, you should start Tyler Lockett. Uh, he does not get enough credit. He's you know he's he's the num the number twelve wide receiver this year in in PPR num- number twelve, and he gets no credit whatsoever. So, so we're going to go with Tyler Lockett, and then uh, I would be cautious, highly cautious, to start Kenneth Walker. Uh, for the other, for the 49ers, uh, you know, you know that Debo's out, so that's going to be a a big uptick for George Kittle. Now, because that Debo is out and Seattle is terrible against the tight ends. George Kittle could have a two touchdown day. I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying he could have. He could have. And of course, uh, Ayuk could sneak into the end zone. But for San Francisco, it's going to be all CMC all day. I like that. I like that. Very, you know, that was very rational um, outlook on this. So now for the out, for the irrational outlook on it. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. We got somebody in the building. No. Whoa. How'd the game end, Fred? Yeah. <laughs> it ended on a good note. We beat the Atlanta Hawks. That's what we did. <laughs> oh, so now you won five games this year? <laughs> Nine, Nick. Nine. Oh, excuse me. Look out. <laughs> I think that's a 10 year was... season high for them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, who uh, you doing the starts and sits? I heard you, Nick. I like the analysis. I, I think you're right about the 49ers, but I still think Seattle pulls it off. To be honest with you. Okay. You, you got anybody you're looking for in that game in particular? Um, no. I the only man. You know, I'm in the playoffs right now in many in multiple leagues. I just need Kenneth. Uh, hopefully, Kenneth Walker plays this week. Have you heard anything about him? Yeah, yeah. We uh we rattled it off. He's playing. He's that, then that's the man. I, I need him to have a good day, a big day, big day, please. So, so Fred, Fred, humor me for a second. Who do you have on your bench that could play instead of Kenneth Walker? Michael Carter. Ooh. Yeah. yeah so, so I was going to pitch that I, to Nick because me and Nick were talking earlier about like the situation around Kenneth Walker. Like, who would we start over him? And from what Nick said, I don't think he's got new Michael Carter. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> no bueno. No. no bueno. 
No. And don't get me wrong, if I had a better option than Kenneth Walker, I would, because I know that 49 defense is doubt. So, you know, is Purdy still going to play too? Yeah, Purdy's playing right now. As of right now, he's going to play through the oblique injury. I don't know if that's going to be. I, I don't know if that's going to be a good thing, though. I think it's going to be like Nick said, run CMC all day long. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that that makes good sense. I honestly. Uh, so if you have a, if hopefully the guy I'm going against doesn't have CMC because what are you think about 20, 20 to twenty two carries at least. At least. At least, yeah. yeah at least. And I would also so venture to say this: Jordan Mason's not a bad pick, too. Because that guy's getting more carries, more and more carries. I don't know if he's going to fall into the t- the end zone, but I think he'll definitely have a good chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. Just the inner 49er yeah, so, of me. Rep it all time. Uh, that's a big game this week, guys. That's, see, you know, it's an appropriate Thursday night game at that. See, see, see that's what we call Justin's got the delusions of grandeur going on for him right now. Delusions of grandeur. We got a backup, a third-string quarterback, and an RB one, and a rest of the guys that just wear red. You know, you know, just so good luck with that. Good luck with that. Going up against and- Seattle, which is a hard place to play in. They got one of the loudest decibels stadiums in in America. Uh, it's going to be a good game, though. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Carolina. Did. I mean, like I said, I can't San Francisco do it. Like we said last week, this is going to be a great week for football. You have a really good Thursday night game. You got three good games on Saturday, especially the night game with the Bills and Dolphins. Then you got the whole slate on Saturday, Sunday with the Monday night football. Uh, I can't wait to get it started. Here <laughs> I come to save the show. How did Jason make it home <laughs> before? He, and he, well, lives, he left like, all early. Jason oh. wasn't about that Orlando magic life. He just left out we actually, early. We actually, pro- we actually probably stayed just as late as Fred did, but no, well, no, we left a little early. We did leave a little early. Um, all right, where are we yeah. at right now? What are you guys talking about? Oh, uh, we oh, were talking about the baseball in the playoffs. Yeah, okay, I'm done. breakdown. Oh, we're on the game already? You guys did starts and sits already? Nope. No, oh, we went so straight we- to breakdown. Oh, okay, cool. All right. We'll yeah. just start the so, after. 49ers, domination. Geno Smith, like I told y'all, is starting to come back down to earth. Justin poo-pooed it, but I'm telling you now, Geno coming back down to earth, 49ers D all day. I like him this week. I love I love every bit of that, but the Geno talk. So look at that. Look at that. I jumped like on. QB I picked- 12, so. <laughs> but he's still QB 12 now, but that's from what he did earlier this season. So what has he I done came the past on, few games? I talked all about Seattle. <laughs> Jason, Jason, you keep on digging yourself a hole, bro. Tell me, the I last three games, he's thrown three touchdowns. He's Ooh. thrown for 300 yards game? in two of them. What are in you talking game? about, bro? In each game? Uh, you're, So the last two so games, he, Carolina, so tell, LA. Uh, uh, uh-huh. No, no, no. Because it sounds like you're listen, trying to three touchdowns oh, bro, in three bro, games. Listen, That's listen, not bro. Listen. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he threw for 264 and three touchdowns last week. 367 and three touchdowns the week before. 328 and two touchdowns the he week after sucks. before that. I don't care. He's an ex-Jet. Who cares? All right. Um, I agree. Did, you ever, did everyone make their picks and stuff too, or where are we at? We didn't throw that up yet. Yeah, are yeah. Ready? Did you we guys make it up yet? 
Did you say? Well, your you're pick? you're the last one. You're the oh, last okay, one. Cool. So, well, then yeah. there we go. Here's our picks then. With Juice going San Fran, Justin going San Fran, Fred and Nick, Lone Wolves together with Seattle. That doesn't make sense. What? The Lone Wolves together. Wolves. Uh, wolves together. Lone is one. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, starts of the week. Let's talk about it. Justin, who's your QB star this week? Oh, man, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Han Solos. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just keeps getting better. Uh, I got Mike White, your boy Mike White with the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. We got two top ten performance in the past three weeks. Last week he got kicked out. He probably would have had another top ten performance. Detroit allowing the most points to the quarterback position fantasy-wise. Loving some Mike White this week. All right, Nick, what say you? Uh, I'm going to go with America's streamer, darling. I am going to go with not Joey Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence against Dallas. I know. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. But, but. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is your ninth-ranked quarterback overall this season with 18 points per game. In weeks 10 to 14, he's ranked number six, scoring 23 points per game. He scored a 21, a 24, a 16, and a 33 with nine TDs. I know Dallas is third in the the league versus quarterbacks. I know the numbers, 13 points per game. But here, stay with me on this one. I think this is going to be a trap game. It's going to be a trap game because after this week, they host Philly. And that's the game that, that they're looking forward to. I think they're going to trip over themselves against Jacksonville. They they won a nail-biter against the freaking Texans. Dude, uh, they're looking past Jacksonville this week. They're going to look to the Philly game. And Micah Parsons did not help that measure. All righty. I like that. Fred's gone, so I don't know what happened to him. But I have the opposite of your flop this week for my start. I have D. Sean Watson. And, well, to be quite frank, as I look through after, you know, you guys get yours first. And literally everything left was very obvious. Like, I like Justin Herbert this week. There's just so he was the one out of the few that were left that I was like, okay, I could see Deshaun having a good game here. Baltimore, we know, secondary is blech. And I'm sorry I don't have my show notes here with me, so I don't know offhand what they are, um, but they aren't very good. We do know that from from earlier this year. So I like Deshaun. He looked better this second week versus the first week. He looked real shook. Second week looking better, a little more loose. I like him this week to come out against his poorest secondary, to say the least. Also, by the way, not much going on offensively for Baltimore, so I like Deshaun for sure. Put them in good spots. Running back position. Nick, we'll start with you. Who's your running back? My running back is Brian Johnson. This week, they're playing the New York Giants. Now, the Giants are on a slide. Uh, how the hell they, they got to 7-4 is is just beyond me to begin with. But in weeks 10-14, to 14, Brian Johnson kind of slid off the track a little bit. He's he's ranked 23, uh, 23rd, and he's got 13 points per game. However, right. however, <laughs> however, the Giants are 31st, giving up 28 points per game and in the and in that time frame weeks 10 to 14 he's had 80 
attempts, 80 touches, uh, and he's got 344 yards. I think he parlays that into more, and I think he, he scores a touchdown, uh, and they're phasing out uh, Antonio Gibson, which we all knew. Which we did know, in fact. You're using him more in the slot position as a receiver, pretty much, ironically enough. Justin, what say you, sir? Who's your start at running back this week? Tony Pollard, back-to-back weeks of Tony Pollard. Love me some Tony Pollard this week. Four touchdowns in the last two games. He got 55% of the snaps last week. And the Colts are the ninth-worst team against the run. I think the 55% of the snaps is the real you know, defining stat there because they're starting to use him a lot more than Zeke. And they're kind of starting to use Zeke as more of like a cleanup role type of guy. So I think this could be another um, game where uh, – I'm sorry, I said the – I said the Colts. They're playing the Jaguars, right? The Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, they're playing the yes, Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry I said the Colts. But anyways, right. right. um, I, I just saying the, the 55% is really what drives this one because I'm starting to see Tony Pollard get the majority of the snaps. Like it, he's more explosive than Zeke, and they're starting to give him some goal line carries. So I think it's another big week for Pollard. I think he's going to be a league winner, a playoff winner for some of these guys. I agree. I like the matchup a lot for Mr. Pollard, but I think they're playing the uh, Texans, aren't they? Is or is that last week? They played last, last week. week. Yeah. Okay, that that's what it was. Week. That's why I had this up here, and I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't this last week? I don't know. Yeah, they don't the guys, do back to backs in the, the NFL. Guys in the truck, you are fired. All right, Nick. I'm Nick, going. that's actually not true because. The Washington Commanders went on by, and they're playing the Giants. Who they that doesn't count. No, 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 that, that, that does doesn't count. count. That it does doesn't count. count. <laughs> he just he doesn't want it to count. All right, let's go. Um, because it doesn't. I know this is almost sacrilegious for me to say, but my start at running back this week is J.K. Dobbins. Ooh. Looking mighty. Pl- I know. I just went up talking trash on on the radio. The one-legged man. But we're talking about we are talking about an offense that's struggling at quarterback right now, especially we don't know what's up with Huntley. Obviously, the Mars not coming back this week. They're gonna go to that running game. And quite frankly, J.K. Dobbins looks great. Guess what? Cleveland, 31st against fantasy running backs. It's a juicy matchup, too. How could you not like it? J.K. Dobbins, that's your start this week. I can't believe I'm even saying it. Justin, receiver start this week. Nick says it doesn't count, but it does count. Terry McLaurin tore it up against the Giants. 24.5 points in his last week of playing. And this week, he gets the same matchup. He has averaged 20 points against the Giants in every single matchup he's played. I mean, that just seems like a guaranteed lock at that point, in my opinion. I mean, when you have this team's number, you have this team's number. Ask Derrick Henry in the Houston Texans. Indeed. And we've seen that come up quite a few times this year when teams just got the number. They got the number. Nick, who's your start this week? Uh, before I go, go there, I'm going to solidify your point earlier. Uh, the Ravens are 22nd against quarterbacks and 26th against wide receivers. So so you might be on to something there. Uh, wide receivers, I have Garrett Wilson this week. It's it's a reprisal, uh, resurrection of, of his rookie of his rookie year weeks 10 10 to 14 he's 19th he's having uh 16 points per game he's going up against uh and he's got 347 yards and two tds in that time time frame he's playing tennessee we just covered okay so uh they're 31st against the pass i'm against wide receivers 36 points per game and in that time frame 
In four weeks, they've given up eight TDs. So that's spelling something good for Mr. Wilson. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I, aren't they playing Detroit, not Tennessee, right? They are. You're, you're okay, absolutely so correct. So that means... Yeah, precisely. <laughs> if not more. So we all made a mistake. Good. We're three for three. Yeah, exactly. We're three for three. No, I just, the reason I, <laughs> I the reason I was asking, because I'm about to say my start and he's playing Tennessee. So I was like, wait a minute. I screw something up. Keenan it's a jamboree. Allen, yeah, exactly. Listen, I put Keenan Allen. I mentioned earlier about obvious stuff. I think this is kind of obvious too, but I think going forward, uh, the rest of the, till the season's done, if you have receivers going against Tennessee, start them. Those are your starts. They're garbage secondary. They're great against the run. Horrible against the pass. I don't know what happened to this defense. Mike Vrabel, you need to tighten that team up a little bit. No pun intended. I like Keenan Allen a lot this week. Let's go to tight ends. Nick, no tighter ass than you. What do you got? Uh, Hey, that's America's (laughs) ass. Uh, So we're going to go with uh, K-Dotton. Why? Well, because he's gotten uh, 18 targets over the past four weeks. Cincinnati is 29th against tight end. Um, Brady likes to throw it all over the yard, mainly to Chris Godwin. But uh, what the hell? Why not? Just throw, throw in Kate Otten. Uh, tight end is a barren wasteland anyway. If you're in the playoffs, you probably have a good one. But if you just snuck in there, you might want to play Kate Otten. Barren light wasteland indeed. What say you, Justin? Uh, George Kittle um, going against the Seattle Seahawks. God Let damn, me bend over one of the up worst this fruit years. <laughs> <laughs> it was practically touching the ground. It was selling so low. The fish um, just jumped in the boat. What was it going to do? <laughs> but they're the second worst team against tight ends. And no Debo Samuel. That's just, god damn, that's just cash money right there. Indeed. I actually have the worst team against tight ends. Arizona dead last against tight ends. We see it week in and week out. We got Greg Dolchich up this week. It's been that darling that everyone's been like, ooh, but then he's kind of showed up, kind of not. Listen, eight targets last week. Who's the best friend of a rookie or of a new uh, quarterback in? Of course, it's the tight end. They're going against Arizona. Got to love Greg Dolchich this week. All right, let's go to defense. Justin, what say you? Uh, Carolina Panthers bragged about them on the waiver show. Uh, They're 11th in the past three weeks, 12th overall, and they're playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, we are not even fully sure that Kenny Pickett will be taking the field, which means we get lame Trubisky. And I'm totally down to get in on that sack fest that's going to be sacking Mitch Trubisky with the Panthers. Uh, Yeah, they've been surprising the hell out of a lot of good teams. So why would they not surprise us against this terrible team? Sounds good. What say you, Nick? Uh, I'm going to go with Jason's favorite team, those New England Patriots Ooh. and and the and the Emperor Belichick going going up against against his uh, his son over there and uh, in Las Vegas, dude. The only thing that that the Raiders have is Devontae Adams at this point because uh, New England shuts down the run 
like nobody's business. They are second against the run, so which means it's going to be a bad day for Josh Jacobs. And we have seen lately, we've seen lately, Derek Carr, uh, his only connection is to Devontae Adams. And, and if Belichick takes away Adams, he's got nowhere else to go with the ball. So that's why I'm going to say it's going to be New England all over the Raiders. All righty. I'm going to go a defense that's not, I would never start, but when they're playing the Houston Texans, I got them all day, Kansas City Chiefs. Again, going back to that analogy I use, anyone, any receiver against the Titans, any defense against this Houston Texans defense, or offense, excuse me, is a solid start, to say the least. All right, let's get to some things that we don't like this week, some Flanders flippity flops. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best, shoddily, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice, hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Oh, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops, make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Shake the wrist watch. Gucci flip flops, flake and hit your bitch and massage. It's a big watch. Diamonds dripping off with a clock. Nice. Hey, how was big game tonight? I didn't get I didn't get a chance to witness that. They, the, were the opponents going off tonight or what? It went well. All right, good. It went very, we'll very well. Go back and watch that. All right, let's talk about some guys we don't like. Nick, we'll start with you at QB. All right, at QB, uh, I'm going to go with the other side, as you previously mentioned. I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. Uh, I don't think all the rust is off yet. Um, that was what, what last, thing, last week they had him throw 45 times. Um, like going, going against the Ravens, we just discussed how – how bad they are on defense, but I think that they're going to get after it this this week. Um, I don't feel that Watson is going to be as as effective. Plus, that they got to get Chubb back in the running, so I think he's going to take more precedence in this game than Deshaun Watson. It certainly could. That's certainly going to be the way to play it out, but I don't think so. Justin, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to go with Nick's argument of putting the Patriots defense in. Derek Carr is trash, and he showed that last week. I mean, when you throw. Uh, two passes, complete two passes for 11 yards and an interception in your second half. Yeah, I mean, can we find a different quarterback? Can we go to the Las Vegas Strip and find somebody who wants to throw the ball to Devontae Adams? Jesus Christ, he had 4.6 points last week, and now he's playing against a better defense? Come on now. Don't start your If he's garbage, the opposite of garbage is that defense for sure. So, uh, yeah, big trouble for Derek Carr. I definitely agree. Um, Fred, I'd ask you your flop and welcome into the studio, but I don't care to hear it. Um, Jared Goff is my flop this week. Um, Facing (laughs) a tough New York Jets team who's tough against fantasy QBs. Could be a little bit of inclement weather. Again, out of the dome, but even if it's not inclement weather, when they get outside that dome, they're a different team. I just don't see them offensively putting up against this Jets team. What say you, Fred? <laughs> Fred! Ah! Now, um, it, it, they've been kind of on a slide lately. Um, I, I don't see the building beating the Bills. The Bills just been on a whole different level the last few games defensively at that. So I think he was going to have a big problem. And it's more of Tyreek Hill. I think he's had that little slight ankle injury still. So that's what really uh, – why I really put two up there. And I just want to call out America's team real quick because I thought this was really funny. An article I read today. 
that they actually practice today, just so you guys know, to get ready for Buffalo, they turned the AC way down in the dome, in the little practice dome today. So it was like 50, 60 degrees. Oh, man, you guys are really pushing those elements for sure. That's really going to help. Did they pump in snow? As no, well, well I, you know, listen, I, you know what made me instantly think, you know, my my boys here in Orlando know we've been to ice before, right? Go bring yeah. those big ass blocks of ice and freeze the hell out of that place. I can't even walk in that ice. It's so damn cold. Yeah. That's what you do if you want to recreate elements. Anyway, all right, Nick, who's your flopper running back? All right, uh, Freddie, don't hate me on this one. I'm going with your boy. Zonovan Bam Knight. Now, I know he's been on a tear lately. And, hey, fix your face. Fix your face. Uh, Did you know, since weeks 10 to 14, the Detroit Lions are the number one run defense? They're only giving up 11.6 points per game. I do not think Zonovan and company are going to be able to overcome that. So that's why I think it's going to be a blue crush this week. And uh, under that crush... Is going to be Zadam and Knight looking like this. Ooh, a little, little prelude to the picks. Might be a little Detroit action in this matchup. What say you, Justin? Uh, I'm going to go with David Montgomery on this one. Uh, David Montgomery has – I mean, he's been playing pretty well, but this whole Eagles team is just a defensive and offensive juggernaut. And they still got Sue, and they've got uh, – I think it was a Sheldon Rankins in the middle – I just don't think that, you know, the Bears have enough weapons to stay viable in this game. And I think it's going to be another one of those blowout games that the Eagles have been uh, kind of perpetuating these past three weeks. Mm-hmm. Looking pretty damn good. Fred, what say you at running back? Uh, I'm going to pick Leonard for it. Net, or either one of the Bucks running backs, to be honest, because uh, Cincinnati held down Nick Chubb pretty well the last time they played each other. Um, and I just don't see the running game keeping up with uh, the Bengals' offensive passing. So I think the Brady has to pass the ball a little bit more, which kind of negates the running backs. Like that. I like that. Nick, what about you? Oh, I think we already went to you, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can, I can, do, I can do wide receivers. I think I think we're up to Justin. Do we do we already do him? He already did it. All right, it's on me. You start it's the wide me. receivers. Do you do you want us to transition this for you? It's on me. I'm sorry. Listen, I hey, did, you, I just, hey, you're I, lucky you didn't get skipped again. I I just got back in the, in the seat. My Twice bad. in one show. <laughs> <laughs> Go to jail. He, he did it one jail. time and then he did it again. <laughs> but he liked it so oh so much he did it twice. We're we're going to let's go let's go to receivers. Who's your flop? Who's your flop, Nick? <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to redeem myself with Fred over here. My flop is going to be the sun god, Amonra St. Brown, because he's playing the Jets. And the same time frame, weeks 10 to 14, the Jets are the second-ranked pass defense in the league, giving up only 23 points per game. So I think with that, plus that Jared Goff does not play well, on the road, especially outside in the cold. So, therefore, I am going with Amonra St. Brown. All right. I like it. Justin, how about you for receiver this week? Uh, you know, I kind of feel like it's another low-hanging fruit. But at this point, Mike Evans has just been absolutely yeah. goddamn garbage. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there. It's okay to drop him. Just go Ooh. ahead and do it. He's not Ooh. doing you any favors on your roster. Ooh. He's got three straight weeks of single-digit scoring for you. He has the sixth fewest – the um, I'm sorry. The Bengals have allowed the sixth fewest points to wide receivers this year. What do you think is going to change with this game? I don't think anything is going to change. 
keep sitting Mike Evans, even possibly drop him. It's the fantasy playoffs. We want winners, not losers. I like it. What say you, Nick? Uh, we are on tight ends. Fred. Fred. Amari Fred. Cooper. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I tell you, it's because I got in here late, bro. My bad. All so, right, Fred, it's, it's, it's his fingers. Amari it's Cooper. his fingers. It's his fingers. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is not playing up to par yet. He has no rapport with um, Amari Cooper. That's the only reason I'm picking this. It's a division game. It's a big game uh, for them and Baltimore. So I'm definitely staying away from Amari Cooper this game. Okay. I have DeAndre Hopkins, Colt McCoy against a tough Denver secondary. Doesn't spell good options for DeAndre Hopkins this week. Obviously, you're probably not sending him in the playoffs, but if you got other options, you might start wanting to think about it. Like, I'm going to give you an example of what crazy stuff you think about. Right now, in a league that I'm in, I have Josh Jacobs this week. Got a tough, tough matchup against the Patriots, right? J.K. Dobbins doesn't have a tough matchup against Cleveland. It's making me think. Do I? Nope, not doing it. Go safe. Go with what, what you know. All right, let's go to tight ends. What say you, Nick? <laughs> uh, I got T.J. Hawkinson this this weekend, and it's only predicated on the fact of the ineptness of uh, Jared Goff in the second half outside in the cold. Uh, this is going to be a close game. I think this is going to be a, a, a battle of the kickers, uh, believe it or not. Uh Defensive game, it might be like a 9-3, 12-6, something ridiculously low-scoring game. All right. What say you, Justin? Uh, Noah fan. <laughs> so they're playing the third-best defense in the league against tight ends. And really the yeah. only team, the really the only tight end who's been able to get one over on the 49ers was Travis Kelsey. And Noah fan is not Travis Kelsey. Nobody's starting Noah fan. All right, Justin, what say you? <laughs> Noah <laughs> fan. Uh, Evan Ingram's got a tough matchup versus Dallas. That Dallas defense is, is just – they're looking like they want to play the Eagles now. Not You know, they're looking towards it. So I, I wouldn't play anybody on Jacksonville right now. Yeah, um, kind of go into – now, Evan Ingram, though, he was the hot boy coming out this week, and actually looks really good. But, um, yeah, so that's interesting. But I'm going to go um, with the same kind of momentum where, listen, the Rams right now have – I don't know who throwing the football – Tyler Higby, Green Bay, it's in Green Bay. I just there's I don't want nothing to do with this Rams offense going with the same team you mentioned earlier with the Jags this week. All right, let's go to the defense. We'll finish it up. Nick, who's your D this week? Uh go along with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Rams. Uh they don't even get on the plane to go to Green, Green Bay at, at this point. It's it's gonna be low, low single digits. They got nothing to play for, really. Uh you know. Poor Bobby Wagner out there is is running his tail off. Jalen Ramsey, I don't know if you noticed, but from the eyeball test, he's really dropped off a lot. Uh, I haven't look, looked at his stats, but you don't hear his name too much unless you see his back running towards the end zone. Uh, so I'm going to say sit the Rams. Him and Xavier Howard worked off in the offseason, worked out together apparently. Justin, what say you? <laughs> 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 I didn't know where he was terrible. going with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting burnt. Well, must be working out together. All right, let's you just under D. Speaking of getting burned, I'm going to go with the Bucks this week. Coming off a big week where they lost to a third-string quarterback. Um, now you put in Joe Burrow, one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. You still got to deal with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. What? 
what Joe Mixon, all these guys. I just think the Bucks are kind of finally trying to wrap it up this year. Brad, how about you? Uh, that Chargers defense cannot stop the run. Uh, they they just one of the worst teams against the run, and you got King Henry coming into town. Uh, I'll set the Chargers D. So I don't want to go on a long rant, waste everyone's time, but I'm just going to say this. To your point, but to your point, how is the Chargers defense? Like, we all know it's category of the worst in the league, right? How does the America team, the Miami Dolphins, how do they come into L.A. and decide on their first fucking drive to throw the ball three times and go three and out? It makes no sense. Does anyone get this? I don't. And here's Run the ball. Thing. Here's another thing I'm going to shut up. How could how could you go into now all all year long intermediate passes for the Dolphins have been wide open. 49ers to your credit shut that shit down. So they did it with the linebackers pressing back. Chargers did the same thing but their corners pressed. So hello Dolphins shorten up your routes. Period. It's not rocket science. My my sit this week is the Jets D cuz I hate the Jets and the Lions Go blue, let's go. All right, that's pretty much the end of that. All right, that's not a, that's not an objective analysis. Wow, yeah, it's really, it's really that was not. some it's deep really, analysis right there. Really I was fired up when I was looking at the defense this week. I was hey, like, man, it, I hate hey, the Jets. I'm just bit Monday night in Green Bay. It's gonna be a high of sixteen and a low of five. Five. <laughs> Five. And I don't know if you've covered this already, but it, it was in the news today that Buffalo has decided because they're the the scorn lover, if you will. They're upset uh, because when they came down to Miami, it was too hot for them. And the way our stadium's built, they sit in the sun. So they decided now this game, they're not going to allow us any heated seats or anything heated on our ah! sidelines. Yeah, okay. No problem. We got you. We're going to turn the AC up. Don't worry about it. You better right. bring out the hot hands. <laughs> No, like I said, they had cold weather training this week inside the dome with that really cold AC, bro. I mean, that's really going to set them apart this week. All right, we're going to get the hell on out of here. It is this whole week. We got Fantasy Feud. We got Ultimate DFS lineups. We got all kind of fun for you on Friday. It is TGIF. And then don't forget, wake up with us on Sunday, 8 a.m. We'll have all the latest and greatest for you to get ready for your playoff matchups. Hope you guys are excited. Good luck to you all. We appreciate you. And we are out. We're still on the air. <laughs> Why is it keeping <laughs> We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a We're on a mission. We're on a
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.